0: hello 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 my name is midday welcome to the age to age podcast So this podcast is a series of conversations that I was very fortunate to have with some very distinguished people. I grew up with a fascination for stories and for storytelling. I believe every life is a story, and I think some of the most interesting stories are told when the author is unaware. So my story is, I was born in Nigeria in the late 80s, and I lived in Nigeria for a number of years. And growing up, I always had a curiosity. I always wanted to know what life was like in parts of Nigeria, in West Africa, and in fact, in Africa as a whole, uh, I wanted to know what things made up the culture before my time. I wanted to know what kind of music, what kind of fashion, what kind of arts, and what kind of uh, just different aspects of life, what things informed the culture that was before my time. So this podcast is a journey through the years and I've absolutely enjoyed listening to the experience of all of my guests. My guest in this episode is someone I've had the privilege of knowing for more than a decade. Someone who I feel truly blessed that we could talk frankly and openly about life, about faith, parenthood and about more. I actually really enjoyed having this conversation, so I hope you enjoy listening back to it. And so, on to the podcast. For the sake of everyone listening, would you uh, please introduce yourself?
1: My name is Femi Do. Um I don't know how much you want to know in terms of introduction. <laughs> I'm retired. Okay. Uh, what, bef- what year were you born? I was born in 1950, so I'm looking at my 70th now. Okay. Uh, 1950, August 20, was born on a Sunday.
0: Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, do you remember how old your parents were when you were born?
1: Uh, 70 years ago, because if my dad had been alive, he would be 100 years. So it was about wow. yeah now, yeah. Uh, then my mom's three years younger yeah so. oh wow,
0: and what, do you remember what's your what's the earliest memory that you have from when you
1: were young young as a child as a child yeah I just have very, very sweet memories of uh family life. we started off in in those days in a very um then Ibadan was very small. Oh, you grew uh, up in Ibadan? Yes, I was born in Ibadan. Oh, okay. Grew up in Ibadan. Grew up at Okei And uh, Ile Liri, actually, uh, opposite Costa's house. Oh, wow. And um, those were days when only a few people, you know, not many. So it was a small... But then we moved to another rented apartment where uh, three, four families we lived together. In the same in the yeah. I mean those days that's the way things went. Okay. And the what I'm trying to get at is that these four families mm. became so close, we're not wow. related by blood that wow. till tomorrow we're never able to marry each other. Because when, of
0: the yeah, because of the proximity. Yeah.
1: So that's how we grew up. Wow. Uh that's that's the kind of because it's a church related. Okay, yeah. okay. Uh, and uh, it's lasted forever wow aside from the four families in the building how many
0: siblings did you have yourself so how Except, many other... i have
1: a senior brother i'm okay. the second born and i have okay. three okay. sisters
0: yeah oh wow okay um do you know do you remember how much of your early childhood uh, life do you remember how do you remember what being a child in i guess the 50s was like yeah. in nigeria quite, at that quite, time
1: quite a lot um uh, I remember my early days of primary school. Okay. Uh remember some of my teachers can't re- recollect fully. <laughs> but there are some significant things. Going back to that shared property, mm. um, I remember, that must be 1957, I think I was in primary two or so, when there was a riot oh. in Ibadan. And uh, one of the, People who we were supposed to be quoting and she she went through the uh, the riot to come and pick me at school. Wow! Yeah, wow. These, these are recollections you I can never wow. forget. Yeah, you wow. know she went through the riot. To collect to, to pick you what was what was the riot about what it was, was it?
0: political
1: right yeah right, those right. were days of the nc is it quite charged oh, <laughs> action group nc oh thing, wow yeah. wow
0: wow what yeah. was it bad like? do you remember what sort of music what music was, you were listening to what was what was it bad like? or nigeria even as a at whole? at that time in yes. the 50s yes bad
1: was very was quite small um it was all just the red diffusion Okay. Initially, uh, just one per house, as, as it were. Wow. Uh, not too long after, uh, my dad bought a bush radio. But <laughs> we started off with the diffusion, which he just, you know, and yeah. he just serviced the whole house. Wow, wow. Uh, my parents were more interested in living very close to the church. Okay. So, okay. Uh, where we lived was close to a Deacon Baptist church. So.
0: Oh, and that's the church you all went to. From, yeah, that's where okay, we grew okay. up. My oh, so dad, you grew up Baptist. Yeah, Baptist.
1: Okay, okay. My dad was a, uh, a Deacon. My dad became a, a Deacon in nineteen fifty-seven. Oh wow. Uh, and um, he, he was very, and he was a church organist. Oh wow. And the only from a the, the only day my dad would be out of the house after eight p.m. is the only he was in the church for. Uh, uh, acquire practice. Okay. Otherwise, okay. I've never seen my father outside A- the house after eight p.m. At, after eight p.m. Wow. That's... Yeah. Yeah. So, so those are things you you one cannot forget. Yeah. You know, and that has affected so many things in terms of my uh, yeah. growth uh, outlook to life. Yeah. You know, not saying that I started latching on all to all of them mm. immediately, mm. but as I continue to grow. Yeah. I've had to reflect and tap into more of more of what I got from
0: them. Would you say your parents were strict or were they more liberal? They
1: were unusually liberal for okay. that generation. Uh, they had God's wisdom. Mm. Yeah. They, uh, they were they they were not weak. Mm. My mom was particularly tough but loving (laughs) but very wise Mm. so also my dad very strategic very my dad will not preach at you but really even then even then even then will give you bullet points uh he didn't insist i can't remember prostrating for my dad interesting yeah because he will you hug him you you know yeah yeah. he, he, he you know he taught me that uh Respect is not something that is on the face. Sure, it's something sure. inside you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so
0: I think he, that's a really valuable. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: I can't remember him caning me. Wow. He did I tried, that's why I don't believe that's in it's really cane. unusual for yeah, you know, I don't believe in the use of cane to mm, bring up children. Mm. Uh they call it canotherapy. He didn't believe in it so he did not if he raised his hand he will put it down you know wow it, it was, yeah so
0: you must have felt very different from i guess a lot of other family members or even friends because it was quite popular for therapy, or it was. Yeah. you know that was a yeah it was, it was quite, popular
1: it was quite popular for fathers to be demagogues yes. in the house yes. to be feared yes um i remember uh, not even when I was very little, by the time I got to circum, my, my dad was an education officer transferred all over the place so, okay. and we moved within. I remember when we were in York, the, the civil servants lived in the same area oh, okay, kind of there was a family, their dad you know we used to go to their house, yeah. spend some time play when we were in their house, when they came to our house, if my dad drove in you didn't need to. Yeah. You just need to say welcome and then go back to whatever. But then when
0: their dad, when he was when there. When we went to their house,
1: um. If at the slight the sound of the horn, you, yeah, everybody scatter, disappears. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's unfortunate that looking back today, mm, they are not doing very well mm. because I think they this find it difficult to get Adapt. out of.
0: Yeah, you know. And
1: that. the world has changed. The world is, you know. Yeah, you yeah. know. Which which are lessons one has learned yeah. in terms of how to deal with younger yeah. people and the rest yeah. of it. Yeah. yeah. So. So that was.
0: So what about what about secondary school? What was your what was your yes, recollection of secondary
1: school? Um, like I said, my dad was transferred, yeah, uh, all over all the place. Them. Okay. So by the time I was in form uh, primary five, my dad was transferred to Abercota. Okay. So I did my primary five, primary six, yeah, and form one at BBHS. That okay. Was at BBHS okay. Abercota uh after my first year my dad was transferred to a year. so, <laughs> so I you moved, moved again him, and okay. so i did my fun- not the whole family right not just you everybody everybody moved, everybody yeah, moved. moved yeah. which again looking back is a very very instructive thing to note mm. that you don't leave part of your family somewhere and you move somewhere yeah you know because yeah. the development will not be even mm, yeah so mm. move we moved to um Oyo. So I did okay. my Form 2 to Form 5 in Oyo. How old were you when you were in secondary school? Or when you I was in one into... of the youngest. I finished school site in 1966 at 16, which okay. was um, quite remarkable then. Yeah. I'm realizing now that I was possibly the youngest in my To, life. Have, to, <laughs> to be in, in secondary school at that time. I, at that time, yeah. So after secondary school, I went to higher school. Okay. At Iwo Baptist High School, it was always Baptist. Baptist <laughs> uh, yes, did two years. Uh Don't particularly like moving from Olivet Baptist High School. Uh, Olivet was more sophisticated, more right, enlightened. Right, right. Going to Iwo like was like setting me back socially. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay, because you made friends and you're, yeah, you established. And, your you know very much out. You know things were different at Olivet mm. to the way they were mm. in uh, Iwo, but. All said and done, I went. I went through it. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. and and looking back, in I guess your teenage years, how much of it do you remember? If you like socially, like you say, would you say you were more outgoing? Were you more of a uh, indoor person? Were you oh, withdrawn outgoing, or were you
1: quite outgoing? Right from childhood, right from primary school days, uh, my mom. And you know, my mom was my parents were so much into church yeah. and they had spotted my ability to memorize Bible verses. Oh, from what age was were you that able to memorize? Six, seven, wow. Eight, yeah. And um since then I've had to stand before large audiences to and and recite and recite okay. Bible verses. That's Many a of them gift. I still remember Wow. tomorrow. I recollect that at that time, um, in playing around a guy pushed me at the analogy i lost my front teeth what so each time i got in front of a large audience <laughs> the first thing they spotted was <laughs> and that, and oh, that wow. became my trademark and, what, you're and missing, you're I, missing yeah from... <laughs> and because i smile a lot anyway <laughs> So, uh, but I, you know, so from early days, I've I've, I've been on the stage kind of Mm. uh, from the church, which has helped to develop. And then in the Baptist uh, setting at that time, you had uh, a program for development. Okay. Uh, You start from Sunbeam, you then go to, at age 10, to Royal Ambassadors, you know, where you taught. More how to represent Jesus okay. in terms of knowing the Bible, okay. and in terms of your outward, you know, your, your contributions your, to things. Yeah. So at the Royal Ambassadors classes, you didn't just do the Bible; mm. you also did table tennis, football, wow. skills to wow. get you yeah. uh, in good shape. That's like a really
0: holistic uh, approach. Yeah, yeah. You know, to so build to build up, especially it, and, teenagers. And, and like,
1: when you look back now, it's not just about come to church and do yeah. fasting and praying yeah, and yeah. Uh, you know sleep in church. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Which sometimes is not very meaningful yeah, now. So yeah. it was a more well-rounded yeah, kind of development, yeah. which made people to become more versatile. Mm. You know, they knew. They needed to deal with every part: spiritual development, physical yeah. development, yeah. intellectual development.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, maybe not to take a left field so much, but then within the same teenage years, while you were playing such a prominent role in church and standing before large audiences, were you dating? What was what was going on in um, those discovery years?
1: Well, not dating. You had call you a crush kind of okay yeah, okay I had okay. some people here yeah. and there uh, by secondary school days you started to talk to girls yeah um, at Olivet I remember um the principal reverend laughing who studied in Britain uh, very very he also finished at government college in okay days, so he really wanted us to be real men so you had to know how to dress very well so there was Spotless. grooming, yes. grooming as yes. part of yes. your yeah. dress very well. Present yourself very well. If you came to the chapel, for example, and you are nowhere there, he looks at you and say, "Oh, you know, why are you so poorly dressed?" Yeah. You know, I decided to get, I guess, into this school so that you will. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. He, he, And it's and, and since gone to glory. But uh, when we were in school, when we were in secondary school, we were tough guys. Yeah, okay. And I okay. remember quite a number of things, and he was my father's friend. Right, and right, right. If he knew your dad, you you, kind you of. were a
0: special case. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. I remember a few times that there were issues, um, and he paraded us in the in my my servant. Classmate sure. in the, in the chapel, and, and he responded, and this one is supposed to be my son's <laughs> friend, <laughs> my friend's son, right? yeah, and yeah. Uh, you know. <laughs> but all all put together, it, it you know because part of the things we did was like we went to town at night, oh. which was against the law. But, it, but you were allowed, or you? No 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 no. Oh, okay no, no, okay okay. Hey, I, I was breaking the law. <laughs> yeah, we we went to town like you know and. You know, things young men yeah, will yeah. do and it's like a
0: rite of passage. Yeah. You know.
1: And then um I remember one very serious one we did. It was my Fana it was my Fana here at Oliver's. And um on April Fool's day <laughs> we decided to we didn't plan to stretch it that far, mm-hmm. but we said we would do some April Fool kind of things. <laughs> we went to the chapel of all wow. places, turned the place upside down and <laughs> What was uh, what, the goal? What was the goal? Was it just nothing? <laughs> <laughs> nothing. So, when the principal decided that what's going on, we decided to rebe- rather than remo- have a sense of remorse, yeah. We went to a place we call the Stillwaters Waters Park in Oliver, it's far, far down there. And we will not respond to his call to start <laughs> with that boy, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but those were days, uh, we still, but where I'm getting to is that. Even when I had finished school, when I had finished uni, and I was working for television,
0: wow. my
1: reverend, uh, my pa- Prince, uh, principal Reverend Lafion was yeah. monitoring my progress. Interesting. And each time we met at any place, he would say, "You know, I listened to your report." Blah, wow. Blah, blah. He, I used to do a lot of MC in those days. Okay. Say, okay. Oh boy, you have a, a way with words. You know, you've always had that. 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 Yeah. You know. So it was all. Pleasant at yeah, the end of yeah. it. But boys will be boys. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You you see, the, the, at Iwo, it was a different kind of thing. When I left Olivet for Iwo, the mentality of Olivet... Remember laughing was posh. Yeah, posh. Yeah. But at Iwo, any single thing looked like mm. a big issue. Mm. And uh, it was not the most pleasant for a young person. Although we went through it, yeah, I still... Yeah. I uh, did what we needed to do yeah but yeah
0: well so coming out coming out of um secondary school were you were you quite academic were you you know did you find the
1: transition into university you know very easily or um it's it's an interesting question you're asking um when i when i left when I finished secondary school, I went to higher school at Iwo. okay, and I did science the sciences because wow. in those days okay. it was you know the thing. Okay, kind of thing. I was not a science kind of person, but I decided- Did you choose
0: it yourself, or were yeah? actually okay. oh, okay. my
1: my parents uh, stayed out of. You know, yeah. They said that they would just encourage you. They followed you so in your direction. You. Yeah, yeah. So I did. I did. I was in the sciences, and then when I finished HSC, I decided to do uh, laboratory technology. <laughs> It sounds, uh,
0: yeah, he, l- knowing you now, that sounds very laboratory <laughs> technology. It's very far from. Yeah,
1: so, which I got into, and uh, I was in Adioia Hospital. Then they transferred me to Oshobo. Oh. Uh, but all along, I'm, I'm sure my dad must have been looking at things, but he wasn't. interfering. He wasn't, yeah, but he got to, he, God gave him wisdom. Um, he, he took, an, when I was in Oshobo. I spent one month. I think the second month, he just called me and said, uh, "I have gone to the Ministry of Health. I've paid them one month. You uh, have resigned or you have come back." <laughs> <laughs> and I think that was one of the most significant things that mm. happened to my life mm. because I, I, looking back, I should not. I, it's it's good that I was not allowed to, to continue down the yeah, path. To, yeah. to continue that path because mm. I was unsupervised, you know, at a young age and mm. the rest of it. Mm. Um, so I came back um, and before I came by, I got a job for me as a teacher at Baptist Grammar School in the And and
0: that was your first job
1: after the. Coming back from Oshogo. Yes, yeah. yeah okay. That was, was that awesome. your
0: entry into sort of adult life and independence? You know,
1: Yeah, and... I was uh, housemaster, sportsmaster, okay. in you know, young, new school. Yeah. But it was there and then that uh, my brother was in uni then. Yeah. And uh, all of a sudden he just said, he used to talk, he said, Femi, I think you're more of an arts person. So he got the form. For university, for university with a preliminary. Okay. To the arts, yeah, done science. Yeah. I did not read anything. I went for that uh, uh, preliminary. I passed. Wow. I just saw my name in the papers, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> because I was good in the arts, yeah. Anyway. So you, it, it came naturally to it, you. It came, yeah. So that's how I got into the humanities. Wow. Thank God uh, I went that way. Mm. It was also my brother um, who later did uh, guidance counseling, the mm-hmm. counseling psychologist. When we were in uni, my first, his second holiday job, which was my first, my dad had said he should go to a friend of his at Radio Nigeria, you know, who was director of programs okay. then for a vacation job. Yeah. So my brother went there. He was not into guidance counseling then. He went there. They took him around to see what he would be doing and he said he was saying inside to himself that this is more like what <laughs> Femi would do and then when they had uh, done all that he told them he, w- he was going on break then he went home to my dad and said
0: "And, and, and let I him said, know that.
1: yeah that I think this is better for Femi and that's how i gone to broadcasting wow and uh, it's divine yeah. Uh, yeah in so many ways that's how I've gone to broadcasting and Wow. Yeah, so it's, um, it's, it's been an interesting journey. Yeah. So
0: far. Yeah. Uh, we'll take a little break, and then when we come back, we'll revisit sort of life from that point on to the rest, uh, to where we are now. <laughs>
1: Pow, Pamaka, 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 ma
0: up from where we left off now you're working now you're in the field that feels more natural to you is this when you met somebody in a romantic sense
1: you know <laughs> that's uh, um that that first holiday job yes at the federal corporation radio corporation of nigeria, radio nigeria Ibadan, uh, i did the first uh I, I, throughout my uni days, I did all my vac jobs there. Okay. Okay. So I did it for the, the second vac job. My wife was a year behind me in uni. Okay. Also got a job. The family was also well connected. Also got a job at the radio station. So you were both working at the radio yes, at this time? That's okay. The, that's where we got closer. And somehow, because the first day we spoke, a little bit i said to her that i'll marry her but because i was not <laughs> i was not the kind of person that uh, <laughs> she said who will marry you <laughs> uh, do you know i find i
0: find it really fascinating yeah. that uh because you, you're not the first person that i've heard in that over the age of 40 or 50 who at the time they met their significant other from maybe the first meeting or the second straight just came out with it and said you know what i'm going to marry you was that something that was encouraged or where did the bonus that
1: that that was not my that's that's why i know this is god because Mm. that was not my kind of style even then to just come right out and say "Yeah, i had girlfriends (laughs) you know yeah she was the only one that i said that to Uh, and um and it what was happened. her response no no <laughs> <laughs> her response was uh, but it's um you know went on that's uh an elderly uh lady she's in this country now she's in her 90s who was uh had, it was a broadcaster then okay who was on my side know, oh, always okay trying so she's yeah.
0: <laughs> your wingman you yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> And uh, when she celebrated her 90th yes, birthday, she actually referred to it, uh, you know, because we go to the same church. That, right, right, right. That uh, she she sees it as part of what the Lord has helped her to, to do in, in terms of yeah. Wow. So things happen.
0: Yeah. Uh, God
1: yeah. God will work in so many different ways. I mean,
0: that that definitely sounds divine.
1: The, yeah, the meeting so, of you two. So,
0: were you were you married for a long time before any of the children came along? No,
1: no, no, no. straight to business. Straight. (laughs) (laughs) In the days, in those days, um, unlike what you do now, Mm. um, it 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 would be a problem actually if people. I'm not even sure people would decide to wait to wait because the only thing was either actually to be pregnant before. Yeah, yeah it, was it, was it was a cultural, it was acceptable. Wasn't yeah, it? it was a cultural yeah, thing. Yeah, or, yeah So you know. or immediately, otherwise, I believe maybe families will think maybe something, something is really, wrong, you know, but mm. yeah, so it was not uh, so... It was immediate. Be, yeah. How did
0: you make the transition from, if you like, in a short space of time, uh, a single man to a married man and to becoming a father?
1: Uh, well, it just happened and uh, you just had to move on with, uh, you know, the realities yeah. of, you know, your new status yeah. of being no no longer a single person, mm. married, not too much of an experience, but learning <laughs> <laughs> on, on the job and yeah, then yeah. Uh, one step after the other. Uh, Ali... Mistakes, mm. learning, but thank God that God helped, yeah, and one was able to gradually get into uh, the flow of things, yeah, better and better and better and yeah. better, and it's a journey that continues forever, anyway. Mm. So, it, definitely, parenthood is a journey that you know. Once you begin, you're for
0: it. It's yeah. an eter, You know, you're always a parent once yeah, you become always, a parent. Always, always. Um, at what point in, I guess, in that era or in that period of your life? would you and this might be taking it back a bit but at what point did you were you able to say I'm a man or at what point did manhood become your ethos and you sort of addressed yourself as well I'm a man and you know manhood took on
1: uh, I, I I think one had been brought up to to know some realities about mm. you know you you grow into it yeah all, all the trainings that we had even as children mm. not not telling you you'll be but developing you uh i don't think that was a problem in terms of seeing myself as a man mm. uh, i had to spend time maturing into it mm. but there was no problem you know from yeah. being a bachelor into a, it's like a normal progression, progression, yeah. progression yeah. for yeah
0: um now as you in the age that you are now facing 70 next year yes what um if you like, let me see. Best way to phrase this
1: is how would you what do you make of getting older? It's um it's interesting. I I don't even feel like I'm getting older. That's what you definitely don't look it by the way. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> thank you. I don't I don't I, I don't think like that. So it's not uh, I I'm really looking forward to be seventy. Yeah. Really, really looking forward to be seventy. And I feel yeah. good about the yeah. age. Uh so it's
0: it's yeah when you said that now something uh, i guess one of the key ethos that um has stayed with me i'm not quite sure where i picked it up but uh somebody has always told me to enjoy every phase of your life so then that way you don't miss uh you don't get into the next phase missing something you didn't experience in the previous phase Mm. and i guess if you do that for decades, this is what you get, which is you're quite happy to progress and you're just happy for the next year Absolutely. because you know Absolutely. you haven't missed out on anything that's come yeah. before.
1: Actually, when I celebrated my 60th birthday uh, nine years ago, um, I, we had a party, we had a church thing, mm. and the, the message I gave in the church uh, was uh, uh, chapters of life. I did mm. six chapters of my life, wow. you know, six decades. Yes. Uh, you know, looking at some of the things you, you know, asking yeah. me now, yeah. and looking at the progression over time. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 God's way. It's it, bottom line is God helping one to look beyond your yeah. my capacity actually, and then projecting you know first ten years, next ten years, yeah. you know, and then looking forward to. Yeah. You know the future and yeah. embracing it, and knowing that because of one's faith in God, you know, you are not at at sixty. I was not thinking of maybe I will be seventy. I was absolutely Just sure that yeah. by God's grace, yeah. you know, and you would I was get planning, that. you know, things like that yeah. by faith. Yeah. And. Um, God has been faithful, so it's uh, it's like a seamless transition, mm. you know, just moving from one stage to St- the Stage to the next, yeah. Because of God's grace. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Um, in that same vein, I guess, what do you make of the world as it is now? And maybe to narrow it down so it's not too abstract, what do you make of i don't know maybe the social constructs that we have now so in a political sense in a social sense uh gender roles um just what do you make of the world as it is now if you you know if you have to diagnose um, it it's
1: um for example scientifically technologically mm. the world is blossoming yeah so many good things uh if we are not careful that might even going to <laughs> Uh, some levels that we don't... We don't want it to, But that's progress. Yes. Socially, politically, religion-wise, there are major issues as far as I'm Mm. concerned. Socially, the things um, that were of real value in terms of when we were growing up, you you were not... It was not about having money. You Mm. you wanted to be comfortable. But that was not the... The, the highest metrics the for measuring yeah, yeah. yeah. so uh, it was about living a good life mm. being a good citizen um being your 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 brother's keeper mm. that's why wow. we were able to wow. live you know as unrelated people in one household and we became family mm. the the church setting then was good mm. people were sincere to each other they could trust each other Is no longer the case now. Mm. Um, People now play a lot of religion, Mm. which is not Christianity. Mm. Um, So, uh, in terms of the religious aspect, things have have been moving in dimensions that are not as palatable Mm. and as constructive as one would expect. Um, And because of all sorts of teachings and people are... Just having all sorts of uh, ideas that you f- yeah, find it difficult yeah. to relate with. Yeah. Politically, there have been too much of an unrest all mm. over, and it's all over the world. Yes. You have crazy leaders. Imagine <laughs> you have political parties not knowing the the whole thing yeah. is just it's just different mm. from the peaceful, well managed uh upbringing that we had yeah and all over the world then you a lot of peace you know a mm. lot of uh room for growth mm. or you know but now you have to watch your back yeah and you know, be very careful you have to watch your back whether you are on the streets whether you're in the church whether mm. are, yeah so um there are things we need to sit down and look at more mm. carefully mm. and maybe this is why some of these discussions uh, are good because it's it's it's, it's not it's not be right to just shut the younger ones up because mm. they many people grow grow up to know only what they they have seen yes they yes. have not they they when we tell them the kind of things that we experience it's mm. like is it true you mm. know it's it's the reality mm. so how to now balance up in yeah. terms of you know uh because the world in terms of political development socio-economic development um spiritual development i'm not sure we can continue to go yeah, the way it's we are heading going. In, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah there's there's decay or decadence yeah, sort of it's, ahead it's, if we continue down this yeah, path yeah. yeah so we something we need to look at very critically and younger people need to this kind of discussion to look yeah. at uh am i really on the right path or are there things i need to look yeah. at is that something i'm it? not seeing is that something know? i'm not yeah. seeing? is yeah. that some kind of information i need yeah. to help me to yeah. look at life a little differently yeah uh,
0: yeah there's a there's a proverb um uh, that I'm, i'll translate just from what i remember and it's like it doesn't matter how many uh, it's a yoruba proverb mm-hmm. it doesn't matter how many uh, clothes a, a boy has, it can never have as many rags as his father. No, 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 no like I yeah, I remember.
1: You, I remember that. Yeah, yeah you can't. You so,
0: know. so there's something to be said for conversations like this, helping us to see a bigger picture and context, also for you know, like instead of trying to do something and feeling as though it's never been done, there's a wealth of knowledge that we can tap into from yeah. across the generations. You know, mm.
1: and there's a lot we can tap from you as younger people as well yeah in what like in what sense uh te- talk about technology yeah um yeah. Uh, i i get better with technology as i relate <laughs> with you guys yeah and even with the grandchildren yeah, say, yeah, yeah. yeah so um those are things uh when it comes to fashion there are things mm. you know you look that's at definitely it. something that keeps moving yes you, you know. know almost in cycles if you like it's, it's not almost it's <laughs> you know the kind of things they are wearing now. yeah we wore yeah, yeah 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 long ago yeah.
0: you know i see old pictures of like uh my parents in black and white and things like that and you know the, the afros the... i had afro
1: you will not be. Believe... wow yeah wow. you can check some pictures uh, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah you know wow. uh we used to put all these chemicals in blow, you know and... and the
0: platform shoes yeah uh, the platform shoes. yes you know and um uh,
1: you know so, yeah so, so. well
0: you know st- sticking with that what if you do you remember any sort of music uh, or track, if you like, or artist that um, belongs in a decade of your life, say maybe your twenties, who were you listening to, or who was Edio, who was really Edio, out Conta. Oh, okay.
1: Adeo Conta at Paradise Club in Ibado. That was high life.
0: And was that uh, a show you went to, or just an album? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: yeah shows went to, and um, you know, records. He yeah. Made yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, Erika Kaiser. He was very close to where I grew up in Mokola. wow. In an easy life hotel. Um, You know. um, And we used to be all over the place. God God really helped uh, my parents because at a very young age, I remember maybe my brother would have been like 18, he's three years older than me. Okay. And um, for children of frontline christians Mm. going to parties was not uh, (laughs) yeah 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 wait did you have to sneak or were you just free to no no. we took permission to go to a party and come back but at the point we decided we were grown enough to do night parties and uh, we talked about it myself and my brother and we decided to talk to my you know, parents, Yeah. the the first line was to talk to my mom. Yeah. So we said to my mom, we think our friends are going to night parties and we also want (laughs) to go to night parties. And my mom said, okay, I'll discuss with your dad, which she did. And dad called us and we were not expecting a positive response. But called us and said, this is what your mom said, blah, blah, blah. We thought it was going to, that's why parents must have wisdom. And he said, well, if um, you want to go, that's fine. Just let me, if they have telephone where you're going, Mm. blah, blah, blah. Make sure you don't, if if you're late, just stay there. Make sure it's morning before you come back. And the first party we went, after that, we went about nine o'clock. By 11, the party was over. (laughs) (laughs) That that was typical. Wow. Wow. We had. A friend of my my brother's friend, he's a reverend retired here, is in this country, also had this small car. So we said, What do we do now? But we decided to go back home, you know. <laughs> wow. It. So, at the end of the party, yeah. So what happened was as we got home, Mokola from somewhere far in uh, okado side yeah okay. We knocked which was about one AM or we knocked, and those were days when Nigeria was fine, you didn't safer safer, yeah. Fire, yeah. Before we knocked once, my parents, the two of them were awake. They didn't sleep. Wow. Well. So myself and my brother went to our room and we took a decision on our own mm. that we would not go to any night party again. Wow. So they won.
0: Wow. But the, the way they won <laughs> yeah. was by letting you, <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's yeah. that's yeah. really interesting. Yeah. Um. Uh, okay. A couple more questions. Oh, um. What would you say... Uh, by way of advice to your younger self, knowing everything you know now, what, how would you advise uh, a 20-year-old you or even a teenage, just, you know,
1: a younger self, How what sort of advice would you give um, yourself? What what I'll say is that a 20-year-old should not just look at where they are now. Mm. They should look more into their future. Mm. Thank God that... Uh, God preserved us, mm. but if anything had happened, mm. damage your health, mm. damage a person's uh, ability to do anything or mm. you know, incapacitated you in any way, uh, you live longer to regret it, mm. God forbid. Mm. Uh, so, while, while a, a boy will be a boy, a girl would be a, a, a girl, there must be limits. Yeah, There must be limits as to how adventurous you are, mm. Mm. what you think you you should do and you should not do mm. now that christian ethics are being more projected mm. in in certain places not in all places uh if people will keep more to the the real christian ethics, yeah. it does not stop you from enjoying, enjoying life. Yeah, no 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 yeah, it doesn't yeah. it doesn't it doesn't stop you from being And Jesus Christ was very outgoing, you know. Mm. Uh, He just knew what to do and what not to do. do. Uh, And then that's what I'll tell a 20-year-old because you will not be a 20-year-old forever. This is true. And your future is a lot more important than where you are now. So you, I'm not saying it's it's easy when you are 20. It's not easy. I mean, certainly when
0: you're 20 or any age before in those years, you only know up to that point. Yeah. At 20, your whole world feels like a 20 year old. Everything is loud and everything is, you know, and as you, as a 30 year old, it's the same. So you only know, you only know the world as the age that you are. Yeah.
1: Never, never ahead of it. Never, you know. And that's why you have elders. And that's why elders and the younger ones need to discuss. Sometimes elders will not say everything to you 100%, but Mm. it's important for elders as well to share as much as possible. Not frighten the young ones, Mm. not make them feel fearful about life. People should be encouraged to be bold, to be adventurous positively, uh, but also highlighting what could be the could be, yeah yeah, it, I think it gives context, yes, it, you it know. really helps with context, yeah, you yeah. know, and um, I believe if as as you relate with elderly people who are like role models, you should also be able to pick, yeah, you know, uh, when back then i I was speaking a lot from my dad, for mm. example, pick quite a lot, which I still find very useful, useful. today, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, not that. They were, they all blossomed immediately. Yeah. But now when I reflect, I see deposits in me yeah. that I can tap into mm. and, uh, and that you know, uh, directly from your observing yeah, your father, yes. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that's what I'll uh, call it. So the responsibility is, is on both the elders yeah. and the younger and the young one. one the on elders imitate. should be leading from the front mm. so that genuinely. When, when young people, particularly on the home front, you know, because that's where, yeah. you know, real observation, you know, yeah. you, you can't hide from your children. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. they, they see so, everything. Uh, yeah. So if, if, if a person is playing church mm. and doing some sorts of things on mm. the old puppet mm. and the rest of at home,
0: it will be Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: we, we need to ask for grace and elders need to be circumspect yeah. as well yeah. so that we know that life is not just about us it's about generations so, yeah. and then the younger ones too but as iron sharpens as the two gener the different generations come yeah. together and back and forth in this house for example we have brainstorming sessions that wow. go into very active discussions about wow, wow. different views mm. you know the, all of them are grown now <laughs> and people come with, but it's a, a process of learning from each other mm. and getting more robust about how to deal with issues of life. Yeah. Wow. Uh, after experiencing everything else, uh, fatherhood,
0: grandfatherhood, what do you, how is retirement? Well, if
1: you call it retirement. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, i um, Let's put it this way retirement from civil service. Yeah, okay. uh, that's the way I'll put it. Because I'm still as active yeah, in, an, in, another sense. in so many different yeah. ways. I am involved in so many things positively to the glory of God. I have, a, apart from the church, yeah. regular church, thing, I also have a ministry cup, yeah. uh, that I run. I also support a charity, Transform Work UK, wow, uh, wow, Workplace wow. Christianity, that I have to support Christians in the workplace all over the world. So your hands
0: are quite full still. Yes, that's not I'm really, a yeah.
1: chaplain. Wow. You know, uh, wow. quite, quite. I'm, yeah. I'm also in Nigeria involved with the development of television. Wow. Yeah, big time. Wow. You know, because we, you know, maybe in line with what we're discussing, yeah. we, we see the need now to help. The 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 younger ones coming, yeah, yeah. So many things have gone wrong, yeah. And while God has given given us the grace to still be alive and be relevant, have the connections, we want to put certain things in place, yeah, so that things will be easier for them as well. Yeah. So, yeah,
0: there was yeah. something I wanted to pick on, and it's a shame that we missed this earlier in the conversation. But how and what was the process of transitioning? Because you grew up, you were born and bred in Nigeria, but yeah. uh, here we are in London, UK. How, how was? Uh, the transition, moving yourself and your family from Nigeria to uh, London, and keeping, if you like, the family intact and just instilling values, or just um, was there any challenges that you found that you think um, you didn't think were going to be challenges in migrating?
1: Well, not no, God has been good. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Uh, I the uh, first uh, port of call was the United States when i had to go and do my master's program okay so i went uh we had our first child then and uh, we had a second child our first son while we were in america okay 1981 uh smooth transition those were good old days for (laughs) nigeria (laughs) in Um, the 80s yeah eighties. you know (laughs) when Yeah. yeah and then there because again because of the way we've been growing together there wasn't a problem the the children have always known the the family values plus when we went back to nigeria they were growing they grew up again with the two they had two solid sets of grandparents mm. you know on both sides my parents so the and genealogy was, is quite strong yes, which is, yes. and i think it's, that's a very key yes. point you know, mm. they had two sets of grandparents who devoted a lot of time and attention to them. Mm. And they still talk about their wow. grandparents tomorrow. Wow. So God had helped in grooming. And then as well, when I we was in Nigeria, we had a good church arrangement, mm. solid one, not the kind of uh, bring one pan and get ten pounds <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> <You know. laughs> <laughs> you know, you real solid, yeah, yeah. solid as in solid that even when there are children, you know them. When yeah. when when they talk about that church, New Haven Baptist Church, they 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 look back and they know they gained a lot mm, from, mm. you know. Uh so God had helped. So when we when we decided to move over, um was that a decision that you made or was it yourself and your wife sort of Oh yeah, uh, we we you know um when when I was not in, in, in the United States doing my master's, I did very well. And the uh, Howard University wanted to retain me. Wow. My chairman insisted, but Nigeria was so good. Yeah. And it was two years ago. I said, I have no, Yeah, you know, no reason to stay here. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. We went back to Nigeria. But I had seen long ago that Nigeria. It was iffy for me. Mm. Yeah, because of certain experiences I had as a journalist, the rest of it. And certain things were happening that we started to see the way things. Thank God for insight, you know. Mm. And foresight. Foresight as well. So we decided, particularly because of the future of the children, Mm. you know, in terms of education, Mm. the rest of it. Anyway. God made a way, uh, you know. My wife came here, she was able to retrain as a pharmacist, settled, and then I was able to come wow. and we were able to bring the uh, children. Uh, wow. Binga went to America where I was born, anyway, yes, yeah. So. yeah. Uh, thank God Binga went at a very early age, but thank God for the good upbringing, mm. and he's been very steadfast mm. on his own, you know, he's been uh, able wow. to, and the others have done well as you know to god be all the glory but then we're talking about allowing god Mm. to help you yeah you not you alone the entire you know and then you know letting your children know the core values again it comes to the issue of what are the negotiables and the non-negotiables of life right you know what will you pick a battle on? You know, yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, some parents waste their time and <laughs> have fights with their children on things that mm, they they major on the minor things. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but if God allows you to look at life, because at certain points you will need to come in yeah. to support your children, yeah. you know. Uh, but there are certain things that you they just work, know. You yeah. know that with time they yeah. they'll they've sought themselves out yeah. naturally yeah. uh but the grace to to know with, n- yeah. to know
0: when to do yeah what, you, you know. know
1: to you know you can't afford to let go without Completed. any checks. but yeah. at the same time you don't want you want to be their friend yeah and yeah. you know at the same time you know you 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 don't you don't want to be a friend that condones what's not so okay. that's the benefit of what you have seen in life you Quickly, let them know. Listen, yeah. yeah, this this does not run like that. Mm. And there are ways of dealing with that. If you turn everything to a into fight, a yeah, yeah, it yeah. Uh, it, so does, it does. Nobody wins. No, nobody, nobody, wins. Nobody, nobody, nobody. Nobody wins. Yeah. So, yeah. uh but we all need God to help us. Yeah, uh, and as God helps, we also need to help ourselves. Mm. You know, uh, mm. so that you and that goes for life generally whether you're in the workplace whether mm. you are there are things in the workplace that you don't have to get into
0: yeah yes. yeah, you yeah. Don't I, I think don't. there's a wisdom that yeah. should come with uh adulthood which is basically uh knowing what things are yours to be part of and knowing what things yeah. to stay clear of uh because if you don't know that sometimes uh there is a there's a thing now that i don't know if you're familiar with formal fear of missing out okay which basically means if five people suddenly begin to have fun there i start to get uncomfortable because i feel like i'm missing out of something so then i you know i jump in there and then i'm part of that and then the same thing and then rinse and repeat so and everything from squabbles to fun to everything else i think with adulthood some wisdom should be exercised which is you should come to a place where you know what things are yours to go for what things are yours to be part of and what things to stay out of yeah, um,
1: it's important. Uh and one of the graces I've had is that even from a young age I could make up my mind and stay of, and yeah, stay yeah. with it. Yeah. I knew exactly what I wanted, what I didn't. Uh if I decided if a 1000 people are doing something <laughs> and I, I, I won't. I, that's, don't, that's, I mean, yeah. 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 I've never been somebody who just follow mm. you know a person because mm. they are doing that. If I decide to do a thing, it's because I I've decided, that, yeah, yes, I decided yes. to do it. So it's better to have a life like that. Mm. So if you make a mistake, you won't say it's because, you know, somebody pulled you into it. You And then you are able to correct things and move move on.
0: Yeah. Well, one final question. And um, I really want to appreciate everything you said. It's been such uh, invaluable to, you know, to just being here listening and talking to you. Mm. Um, in in finishing or in closing what would you and this is a very tricky question um, what would you like your legacy to be what would you want your friends and your family to say about you you know when you move on to a different form of existence
1: i i just would like them to look back Mm. look at um, a few things god has helped me to pass on to them hold on to those things Mm. and carry things forward Uh, Nobody is a perfect man, um, but as much as possible, God is helping one to give good examples and yeah. to live in such a way that at least as a human being, you can say, God, I thank you. Mm. And people can look back. Uh, Leaving things behind is not just about properties. Mm. It's about concepts, ideas, values, life values, you know, relationships the kind of relationship you have with them, your children, Mm. your grandchildren. Those are things that will last forever. Mm. Uh, Living houses, fine, if if you can. If you have them. Yeah, yeah, you know, but, you know, houses, yeah, fine. But then, there are, Things of greater value yeah. in terms of even talk about their faith, mm. you know, dimension, mm. uh, not just going to church, mm. but being a Christian, mm. you know, in the real sense of it. I'm not saying anybody is superhuman, mm. but you must be seen as trying your best to be yeah. who God wants you to be. Yeah. In relating, to, your children must see how you have related with your neighbors. How you've related to your friends, if you have any, yeah. you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, seriously, you yeah. know, and how you have conducted life generally. Mm-hmm. How you related to your wife and mm-hmm. to them, mm-hmm. uh, and that's going to be in their in subconscious. The, yeah, form. Yeah, so that's
0: yeah. the legacy. Wow. Thank you, thank you so much for this
1: conversation. I really it's appreciate my pleasure. It. Thank uh, you. Thank you, thank you for initiating this. Yes, yes, thank you so much.